on SAFM. Mr. Bavi, good evening. Good evening to you, and I'm sorry for Excellent. the technical glitches. Yeah? I have no good idea. No problem. Good evening, yeah. Sweli. Mr. Well, Olomisa, he's yours. Thank you very much, Welcome, uh, General. Thank you very much for inviting me to your show. I thought uh, a late comrade Bahai didn't teach you well to be a soldier. I thought <laughs> it chickened out. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you very much for revoking that memory of that great giant of the workers' struggle, Elijah Bakai. Yeah. founding president of Kosatu, the, the Kosatu of, of those days and, uh, that shook the world. That was the whole opportunity of to summarize what I would like us to discuss uh, today. Thank you. South Africa is going through an economic crisis. And over the past year, uh, there have been debates across the public uh, on how workers' pension should be used to develop the country as well as develop the infrastructure in the process. People are asking questions, uh, really to say, how did we come to this? Who is responsible for this mess? Is it true what we are hearing from the Zondo Commission, that the ruling party and its leaders have benefited from this looting spree? How safe will the workers' pensions will be? Judging by what is happening, uh, currently, where the corruption is even taking place uh, at coronavirus pandemic, the question is, have we become a nation of chronical peace? Please share some thoughts about, share some thoughts to, to us with the, with, with, with the listeners of SAFM this evening on how do we move forward with this issue of the workers' pensions. We have seen it uh, under PIC inquiry. Uh, the party commission, it means his words. And uh, if we are going to use this pension under the current arrangement, is it safe? Will it be safe? Over to you, sir. Thank you, General Let's address the principle and the history at the same time. South Africa is not uh, facing a pandemic of economic uh, crisis of uh, unimaginable proportions for the first time. After the First World War of 1928-29, South Africa hit what we call, or the economists call, the Great Depression. Our GDP declined by more than 10%, and everything was turning right to ground zero. And uh, the government then, of the whites only, recognizing what they called the white poor problem, engineered poor problem. The, the Africana uh, poor mm. problem. They engineered a, a program. And, uh, and they used the, the government and generally all workers. At that time, only white workers were regarded as workers. 
they use their pensions, their pensions, and so uh, they reinforced the ESCOM that would have been created in 1922-23. They built the uh, telecom, they built the railways, they mm-hmm. built uh, all of the state-owned enterprises that we have today, and these were built through the pension funds of workers. And as a result of that massive industrialization program, even the black workers who were never meant to benefit from that program were, became the major beneficiaries through an, a large employment uh, creation. And as a result, South Africa saw the longest and the biggest levels of GDP growth in between 1982 mm-hmm. and for 15 years. The, the economy was growing at, of, uh, at about 8% and more in some of the years and periods. So that's a history. So from that point of view, no South African who have grown here would have not known that South African government before 1994 actually used parliament to prescribe that all pension funds and provident funds must set aside 10% uh, to invest in the infrastructure, to bolster economy, and to uh, engineer development. That was absolutely great. Yes. The reason why this has become uh, controversial is that the ANC was won by the liberals, the, the new liberals, immediately after 1994, to do away with the prescribed investment and uh, to introduce voluntarily a voluntary way where pension funds will themselves be encouraged to invest at least 10% of the of the income of these pension and provident funds into mm. the companies that are not listed in the Johannesburg Stock Exchange. Mm-hmm. That was a softer version of the original National Party uh, version of the of the prescribed investment. Now that was the, the first problem. The second problem. Now you're asking me a direct question, what about now? Problem, Mr. Favi, I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is Songa, so we have to take a break now, and I don't want to interrupt you in the middle of your second um, aspect. So let's take a break now, please, gentlemen. After okay. that, you can carry on, and please bear in mind at 9 o'clock, we have to go to the news. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. We are back. We have eight minutes left of this conversation and we're still on question one. Please bear that in mind as we head towards nine o'clock. Carry on, Mr. Vavi. Okay, thank you very much. Now, the context of this discussion is this. The ANC government have stuck to the neoliberalism that I've already spoken to. The government currently is embarking on a hard-hitting austerity program, which is encouraged by the rating agencies, IMF and the World Bank. The cutting expenditure left, right, and center. I don't have time to go to the details mm. of that now. The second issue is that government has been commercializing and it is now privatizing. It has broken up uh, the state, uh, the ESCOM and the, uh, and the SAA, SA Express, Dinel, uh, Prasa, 
demonstrants that even SABC are all on their knees, highly indebted, and all of them, uh, uh, the crisis has been centering corruption. The third problem is that corruption in South Africa has gone out of hand. And uh, people have, talked, have spoken about a trillion rand lost over a period of 10 years. There have been corruption before 2008, and there is corruption today. And, uh, and, and South Africa's one of their major concerns is that there's looting. And this looting is underlined by the fact that the head of government procurement uh, once issued a statement that he estimated that we are losing between uh, 30 and 40 percent of mm. our procurement budget to, to corruption. Now, mm. in the context of all of that, the issue of using the pension funds and the provident funds becomes a very difficult discussion to have. Because people mm. will say, you are asking us to bail out ESCOM. ESCOM have a debt of a, 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 a 250 plus billion rands. You're asking us to, 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 to basically put our money there when we have seen not a single person in prison as a result of that corruption. And that's what has made it absolutely yeah. controversial. So it you can't have that discussion without putting up preconditions to Mr. say Bobby, are you there? we need a clean government yes, and we need you to deal with corruption and we need you to move away from the austerity program. Well, the other issue, which uh, the last question before we, we, we leave these uh, studios, uh, do you think uh, it is morally correct that government employees' money that the PIC should use to create wealth opportunities, some South Africans, uh, without even creating jobs, Instead, it has produced over, over 9 millionaires and billionaires who don't even service those loans. I hope when we discuss this issue of the pension, the PIC, the GEPF, the World Bank, I mean the, the DBSA and the IDC, will show us who has given the monies and have they serviced this money. Because it's also lying there. So, so, I mean... It, these are the old, old institutions which are being used to loot out these monies. If you, look, if you read the PIC report, one of the controversial things that comes out is that it was not just these uh, clever tender premiers that mm. were looting, that some of the monies find their way to the trade union ventures mm-hmm. in the manner that was just corrupt, and in a manner that was completely uh, immoral. Mm. Now, we've got to clean that house, even of the trade union movement, which finds itself wallowed into and won over into this culture of be first and dwell with everybody else. So any discussion about using the pension funds and provident funds of workers must be premised around conditions. And one of those conditions must be that we, are, we can put our money on condition that we are absolutely clear that it will not be stolen 
And secondly, it will develop South Africa. It will re-industrialize our economy. It will build our townships. It will build infrastructure. Where we live, it will stop building glass buildings in Santin and develop Alexander, Soweto, Stuetla, and, uh, and Deep Float. And that's the condition. If you don't have those conditions general, then you will mm. find out that you are making few guys to be multi-billionaires whilst yes. workers are trapped in poverty, unemployment, and inequalities. I hope, uh, finally, that uh, the various pension associations could meet under one roof and uh, to discuss these important issues rather than being told to do so by Lutuli House as they are currently doing. I can only hope so, that this discussion will be about uh, transparency. For example, one of the issues yes. that we would want to put as a condition are two. The big business which have now joined the call for patients and private funds to be used for development are themselves sitting on between one and two trillion rands in cash investable money in yes. their banks. They won't mm. invest that money in the economy. And secondly, they are accused through all manner of studies that have been conducted of moving anything between 350 billion rands to over 400 billion rands annually through illicit cash outflows. Mm. Mm. The discussion mm. about the usage of pension funds must be about where are the resources of South Africa. We are ranked as number six richest country in the world by some of the institutions. Because there is money here, there is wealth here. The problem is that the money and the wealth reside in the hands of a tiny, tiny numbers of people, whilst the greater majority of people are landless, they are propertyless, and they are the face of poverty and inequality. And that discussion must, therefore, uh, that we are calling for general, must include everybody, and everybody must say, this is how we're stopping illicit cash outflows, yep. This is how government will stop uh, corruption. This is how we're going to encourage the people who are sitting on their money in the banks to invest that money in the productive sectors of the economy and so forth and so forth. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Appreciate uh, that. As for your input and responses, I'm sure this debate will not end today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much, General, for inviting me. Thank Thanks. you. Brilliant. It's 21 hours. Mr. Olomisa returns to participate with me now on the African narrative. For now, spot on. It's 20, 21 hours. It's time for news.